How's it going, everyone? Glad you could join us for another episode of Core 4 Life. We're your hosts. I'm Mike, here with Matt, Ryan, and Andrew. As we bring you another episode every Thursday to discuss four key pillars in our lives. Be fit, be driven, be noble, and be chill. And how our faith is the backbone behind each of those pillars. We're talking to some awesome guests along the way, as well as tackling different topics, all in the pursuit of staying accountable with each other and living our lives the way God intended. Tune in each week to see if there may be something missing in your life. Let's jump into today's episode after a quick ad for our sponsor. All right, we got another quick hit episode here for Core 4 Life, and joined with us is Mark Benedict. And I'm going to kick it over to him to talk about the topic that we're going to be rolling through here today. Thanks again, guys. Uh, number one uh, topic I wanted to discuss today and see what you guys' thoughts were on uh, was the number one um, character trait that you would like to instill in your kids. Um, since I brought the topic, I was going to start out by <laughs> saying, I was going to take a little cop out by saying the number one character trait that I would like to instill in my kids is integrity um integrity i feel like is so all-encompassing that i mean anything else that you guys might say i'd be like oh that falls <laughs> under integrity also right. so I, I win we all agree with you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> automatically so i will make it uh, i will try to drill that down a little bit but honestly on the integrity part you know just kind of comes from uh, matthew and jesus's words in matthew just let your yes be yes and just that that type of thing it, do what you say you're gonna you're going to do, um, and just follow through with um, uh, the person that you say you are. And um, and and so integrity is important, um, and and holding that through every every uh, interaction in your life. But maybe drilling that down to a little more specific, I would probably say um, honesty is is really important. I've had the opportunity in parenting my kids to. Um, you know, a few times catch them not necessarily being perfectly honest from the beginning. And I've almost made it, uh, even if they make a mistake and they're honest about it, uh, I almost re reward them. You know, their honesty. I always basically tell them, if you're just honest with me, I don't it's a little strong to say I don't care what you did, but, you know, I'm going to give you way more grace. I just want you to be honest. I want to have that understanding that you can trust me. That you'll tell, tell me, me the truth. You'll when, tell me yeah. the truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, nothing gets me more fired up than, like, to know they did something. Then you ask them about it and they say no. And you're just like, oh, now you're really in trouble. <laughs> and, and this really, it's it, it strikes true to me or it, it's important to me because I've seen, and we all have, whether it be... Uh, family members or other um, kids in, in uh, you know, mutual friendships and whatnot, that lying is, it's not a learned behavior. Like, it, it comes natural to kids somehow yeah. like that. And um, so it's something I think that's important to, to confront early on. And uh, really just, uh, that's one thing I try to drill home with my kids is over-encompassing thing is integrity, but to drill down to just honesty. I, I want them to be able to just, we're all going to make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. I tell them that all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, don't double up a mistake with, with, yeah, trying, know, to, trying to hide it with a lie. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. 
with that, I don't know if anyone uh, thinks that's a terrible trait to <laughs> teach your kids. Or yeah, terrible. Yeah, integrity. That's <laughs> so bad, man. How, how could you come terrible up with that? Terrible idea. Yeah. I think this is one we should probably just go around and talk about a little bit what we think that we're trying to instill into our children right now. So, uh, I don't know. We'll kick things off with uh, Ryan. Go around the circle here. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it, you brought up this question and I've been thinking about it for a little while and... I think one of the things that I want to instill in my children is patience. Like, cause that's something that I lack mm-hmm. severely. Um, and so I think by myself working on that and trying to work through that with them because they're the number one source of my lack of patience. <laughs> so, so I think trying to work through that in relation with them, yeah. um, is, is pretty huge for me. So that, you know, that's something that, I and I think probably most men struggle with is, you know, like, just do this. Do what I tell you to, like, I ask you to do or I tell you to do. And it's they not just, hard. I said this. <laughs> I am your father. So you listen. Yeah. And but, but do the, it. But then I think about it on the other side. And, like, if I was receiving that from, like, one of you guys or, or anybody else, I'd be like, ah, you know, forget, forget you. Yeah, like, we all hated that as kids. Yeah. Like yeah. the worst answers because I said so. Yep. And yeah. I'm your mom or dad. Like that's so, the worst. So instead of taking that approach, instead of taking the, you know, I want you to go do this because I said so. Mm-hmm. It's maybe taking the time to actually talk through it with them, explain to them, you know, why this is important to me. And, you know, it's it goes against everything in my in the fiber of my being <laughs> like <laughs> i just want to say go to it now but i think taking that time to to work through it with them when i have when i myself have the patience to do so i think will pay dividends in the in the long run so i think patience is one of the things I gotta which again goes along with integrity <laughs> so. <laughs> right of course yeah, so mark was still no. right <laughs> but mark following, you win <laughs> following that up though that makes me think of like you said i'm i'm sure it's something at least from time to time that we all struggle with so have you found yourself in an opportunity to where you know i I know i have lose your patience a little bit but use that as a teachable moment to just come back and say hey look this is where this is not the appropriate way to act humble yourself and Uh, say unfortunately all the time (laughs) (laughs) no and i that's one of the one of the great lessons that i've learned is that apologizing will go a long way with your children like yeah. when when yeah. you step out of bounds on like if I'm impatient with them if I snap at them yeah taking the time to set them aside look them in the eye Absolutely. get down on their level and say you know what dad messed up like I'm I'm sorry and do you forgive me yeah and like that yeah. that goes a long way to show the humility but also to drive home that the impact of the initial offense I guess yeah Absolutely. Because that, that leads like right into what I was going to say. Um, I obviously agree with what you guys had said too. And that's when I thought about like this topic. Like there's so many things like, I want to instill into them. But what you just mentioned was a thing that kind of came to my mind too. Like I want knowing that they're human, they're going to mess up, they're going to annoy each other, they're going to hurt each other. I have four boys, so they're like always fighting and wrestling. Um, but to instill in them the, the ability to say, I was wrong and I'm sorry and will you forgive me? Um, I feel like it's like a thing like we're always constantly trying to like get them to do and it's you know, like anytime like there's like a fight or an argument I'm like it's usually pretty clear who's in the wrong like pretty quick I'm like all right did you say sorry 
and nobody ever has said sorry. Like, if I have to ask, usually they're not even coming to me if I've had to, like, ask that question, um, or they wouldn't have come to me in the first place. Um, but I feel like that's, like, one of the big things that we try to, like, instill in them is, like, you're going to mess up. You're human. You're little humans. You mess up all the time, probably. Um, like, we're selfish. We're, you know, we do mean things to each other. Um, but, like, you need to... When you when you've done that because you're going to do it, you need to stop. You need to realize what you did, and that was hurtful to somebody. And you need to be able to say sorry. And like you said, Ryan, I think that starts with me and my wife modeling that. And that's the hardest thing to apologize to my kids. I don't know why it's so hard, but like as like their dad, like when I go off and and yell when I shouldn't yell at them or whatever it is, like it's so hard to be like okay. I just like blew it like yeah. in front of all of them. They've all seen it and like, we'll joke about it like later on usually, but they're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> like kind of, I will ask them be like, Hey, you guys know parents mess up too. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, we know. <laughs> oh, we definitely know that. Yeah. We saw it. I'm like, You're yeah, thanks guys. The time. <laughs> yeah. They're like, dad always messes up. I'm like, okay, I've tried to apologize guys. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's a big thing that we want to instill in them is the ability to say, I messed up. I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? Unfortunately, I feel like that happens a lot <laughs> for me. Like I've <laughs> I've had a lot of opportunities to apologize to my kids. Oh and, yeah, well, and that's that's unfortunate. It means you're willing to though. Yeah, there's probably mm-hmm. a lot of times that and self aware should be, yeah. and I haven't. So, well, isn't it? Uh, you know, I had mentioned earlier how it it seems like lying is not a a learned behavior, and I will say that I, I give. Blessed in a sense that I don't think my kids have shown that natural inclination to lie. Generally, I find them being more honest. Um, you know, because of course, as a parent, I'm all knowing, so I know if they're lying for <laughs> sure or not. So Obviously, <laughs> but I will say they absolutely struggle with the apology aspect, especially yeah. one of my kids in particular. It is the worst thing you could ever possibly ask. Him, him or to her. So clearly no. it's Tavian. Yes, it's Tavian. <laughs> um, but it's it's the worst torture you could ever ask of him is to for him Isn't to apologize. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's like worse than the original offense usually. And they yeah. just like dig their feet in. And yeah, sometimes mm. it's so hard to drag an apology out of these kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then I you know, remember how hard it is for me to apologize to them too. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. True. Yeah. Yes. And then we then we go to Mike, who has never apologized for anything in his life. <laughs> nice. So appropriate. What a segue. <laughs> it's a transition that's, and a half. First off, that's mean. Um, second, Ryan, you need to apologize. Mike, Mike I'm, I'm sorry. True. I would like an apology. I'm sorry, Mike. Because you don't know how I treat my children. Mike, yes, do you forgive him? Yes, it's hard to ask for forgiveness, but... I do it a lot because, I mean, Sarah and I both do. We'll yell at them, and we realize we're yelling for a reason that's probably warranted, but they don't understand it, and they need to understand why we're doing it, and we need to, we need to just apologize and let them know, hey, mom and yeah. dad were wrong. We shouldn't be yelling. Explain it's it in a, a calm way. Yeah, mm-hmm. explain it in a calm way. And they know it's like, hey, we make mistakes too. I think that's a good point though. Like most of the time when we're mad about something as parents, as men, as, you know, as fathers, it's usually warranted. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. do think that handling it in a certain way, you know, there's a there's a grace to that. My, my first reaction is always like, it wants to be yelling, like, what are you doing? This is 
a completely dumb reason for you to be <laughs> whining, screaming, crying, whatever it is. And and it hits me like <laughs> it it's it seems that way to me, but you're a five year old, six year old, seven year old and you don't get it right now. And that's that's the hardest thing. So for me, like I would love to say my biggest value that I would like to instill in my children is just Christ and live through him in him all day. Mike's every day. smiling because he thinks he won now. <laughs> he, he, he thinks he trumped no. the integrity. He, he took no, the Sunday smiling. school answer. I'm not going to stick with it because I, that's that's what I would want to say. And, you know, we pray with them, but it's not like we want to instill with the kids just listening skills and for them to just listen and understand and that is the biggest thing that we always try to instill and that and that's the biggest thing going forward too because even as adults you know it's the hardest thing to actually listen to people what we always want to do is tell people we want to tell them what we think we want to uh, mold them into our point of view and no matter if we're trying to or not that's always what we're trying to do so if you can just sit back take a second take a deep breath especially when you're dealing with children and listen to what they are actually complaining or whining or screaming or crying about sometimes you can just really figure out like and ask them a question of hey what what's going on what are you crying about? What are you screaming about? And just talk through it with them and let them understand because that's going to carry with them throughout the rest of their life. If you can actually listen to people and what their main problem is, it it carries a lot of weight. And, you know, instead of nobody wants nobody wants you to feel like you know everything and you know all the answers. But if you can listen to them and just let them talk and ask them questions about that and really actively listen, that's what really will hold weight. And so I think it starts from, you know, from the beginning with kids and understanding, like getting them to understand like, Hey, what are we, what are we really crying about right now? Why don't you take five minutes, go upstairs, (laughs) uh, think about what you're crying about and talking (laughs) about. And then when you're ready to come back downstairs and tell me about it, then do that when you're calm, you know? And that's what we do a lot because it's not worth it to deal with them in that anger and that crying. Just go take some time. Yeah. Well, I think that listening aspect is huge, uh, even in today's society. Like, as somebody's talking, your initial response is to think through what they're saying and to immediately have a rebuttal. Yeah. Like, say you want to give your right. your opinion. Okay. You y- yeah. you think that, but I'm going to tell you exactly what I think. And right. listening is different. Yeah. Listening mm-hmm. versus arguing, debating, completely different things. So, like I said, I would love to just say instill Christ into them, but ultimately, if I can, if we can get them to just listen to us and understand, like, yeah, we don't have all the answers, but we got a little bit more time around the block than they do, mm-hmm. and if they can just listen and understand a little bit, that will that will go a long way. You know, one thing I I wanted to go back to. It, it hits on a lot of what you talked about, but especially the way you reacted um, or the way you explained um, the first part about uh, apologies and and kind of, um, Ryan, even what, what you hit on when you said a lot of the times when we overreact, it's warranted. And I think one of the things we love about our church and Christianity is that we're not 
um, expected to be perfect, that we're, we're messy people. Our church embraces the fact that, that we are messy, that we're very imperfect. And as much as that's something I think we've all gravitated towards and, and realize our sinfulness, our messiness, I mean, think of about how much more if we understood whether it be the infancy of a child or just the immaturity of a child and, and the fact of how much more messiness they have just in terms of their, their lack of maturity and upbringing. So understanding that the expectation should be every time they misbehave or they act inappropriately, our expectation shouldn't be you should have acted the better way. We should almost expect that that messiness is going to be there, that that inappropriateness mm-hmm. is going to be there, and we have to have the calmness to bring them up the right way and, and you know, be corrective, but certainly uh, be patient as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a great point. What do you have, Matt? All right. I got the most time to think about it. So that, <laughs> was, <laughs> that was good. Those are big things. Best. I'm actually, I'm, I'm super thankful you didn't take mine either. Because <laughs> that would have really sucked. That's awesome. Oh, five, yeah. five no, I was, so I was thinking at first kind of more generally, and I was thinking it would be love. I think that's a great quality. But I wanted to be a little bit more specific, and something that's um, really important to me, I think, is loyalty. And I think that loyalty in general, first, you know, within your own family. So I think there's nothing that drives me more crazy at home with my kids is when one of them intentionally hurts the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, all right, you or or even took something from one another, and you're like, you, the only reason you did that is to mess with your brother or sister. Yeah. And it just <laughs> feels like, man, I I want my kids to be like huge advocates of one another i want them to be happy about the other one succeeding in something and that's really hard as kids and they're not gonna i mean it's gonna take a lifelong for them to understand or really appreciate and be really happy for their um, brother or sister and not envious um, jealous like Mm. those are all natural human instincts that they're going to be driven to to do but um, i just think the loyalty it treats you so well the rest of your life. So obviously it's going to treat you well with your family, but then friendship wise, it's like, if you're a loyal person, I trust that they're going to have great friends one day Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're going to be a good friend yeah. first. Yep. Yeah. And so I feel like that's super important and um, it just treats you so well the rest of Cause I want my kids to have great friends. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've got great friends. Yeah. I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think part of it is uh, I've been a loyal friend. Yeah. You know, I, I try not to, you know, um, hurt others. And I try to be happy for, you know, my friends. Well, I think, um, yeah, I think a big part of that is like not only loyalty, but also selflessness. Yeah. Like that's kind of, you know, what you were, you were getting at, I think to some degree is having more respect for others and, and treating others better than you would want to be treated to some degree. And that starts in, in the family. It starts with loyalty to your siblings. It starts with loyalty to your friends. So, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And it gets extended, you know. It's like, all right, when you become go into the work world one day, you want to be loyal to your employer, you know, or you want to be loyal to your country, you know, big mm-hmm. picture. It's like mm-hmm. it's just it's one of those things that just I feel like it can be built upon your entire life. And if you have it, um, you're just not going to be a 
as much of a bad person. I want my kids to be selfish, good people. Yeah, I want my I want my kids to be good people. Yeah, yeah. I love what you said with that too. Like the talk about characteristics you don't want to see, like that envious, like where you can't be happy for somebody else if they do well. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's gonna hold you back for your whole life, and it's only gonna hurt you. Like being envious usually doesn't hurt anybody else hardly at all, but it's gonna really hold you back and that's make you point. like lack a lot of those characteristics that we're talking about here. I'll also tell you you're not the only parent that struggles and hurts so bad when you see one of your children. It's exactly what you said. It rings so true in our household when you see them do something with no other reason than to hurt the other. I mean, I think my kids are very kind, compassionate children most of the time. But when you see that, just that behavior, that's the, the complete counterpoint of what you're saying. It just... It hurts you to see that, and and that's really where you want to tug at them and say, like, understand this is something that, from from my lens, from what I'm seeing, the only justification behind you doing this is making your brother or sister feel bad, and that that's something that I think is very important to be aware of and and correct over time and and keep their hearts in the right place. Yeah. Good yeah. one, guys. Yeah. Quick hits. All right. Out. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Glad you could join us for another Core 4 Life podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please share this with a friend and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Core 4 Life. Or check out our website, core4life.com. That's core, F-O-U-R, life.com. Tune in next Thursday for another brand new episode. Core 4 Life. Yep. I said a corn for life. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly. All right, we're recording.